Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here is Crystal Sparks. I want to ask you a question. Do you believe that God can do it? You know, I love the story of Abraham and I think it's so inspiring and I love reading through Genesis and just picking it apart. And so right now I'm reading Genesis and Romans together and it is like mind blowing. Like I'm getting so much out of it and loving studying the word. And um, I read this the other day in Romans chapter four and it just so encouraged me. It's talking about Abraham and I think you're going to get some really great encouragement out of today's video of, do you believe that God? can do it. And it says that he did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead because he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's deadened womb. Verse 20, no unbelief or distrust made him waver, doubtingly question concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God, fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and do what he had promised. You know, I think this is so powerful and I'm going to give you several things that I want to highlight out to you. But the first thing I want you to see is that it says no unbelief or distrust made him waver or doubtingly question. It doesn't say that Abraham didn't doubt. It doesn't even say that he didn't waver. It didn't even say that there was any amount of distrust in him. What it says here is that there was no amount of that that came into his life that made him give up what God had promised. You know, when you read in Genesis chapter 12, God calls Abraham out. And when he calls Abraham out, he says, go to the place that I show you. When you read through in Genesis chapter 12, the first place that Abraham ends up, it says that there was a severe famine in the land. Okay, I just want you to think about this. Abraham was in a place of more than enough. He was in a place surrounded with God's blessing surrounded with provision. He did, wasn't lacking for anything. And God calls him out and he says, Hey, go to the place where I'll show you. And it seems like his life almost goes in reverse. Instead of things getting better, they actually get a whole lot worse. But even in that place, Abraham chose to trust God. See, I think it's interesting that it says here that there was no amount of unbelief or distrust that made him waver or doubtingly question the promise of God. It doesn't say that those things didn't come because let's just be honest. From the time that Abraham first receives the promise from God and when he actually receives the promise from God, it was a lot of years. I don't know about you, but sometimes in my own life, I've had God speak things to me. And after a year or two years, I start to wonder if it's ever going to happen. Abraham believed God unwaveringly for years. I love that the Bible calls it an unwavering faith, even though he did have moments of doubt. Even though he did have moments where when we read the scriptures, things weren't going perfect, but he still chose to believe anyways. And I think so many times, if we'll just be honest as Christians, as believers, we almost get into this mindset of, 
If I start to question, then that means I'm now disqualified from the blessing. If thoughts of worry and thoughts of doubt begin to bombard my mind, then that must mean that I don't really believe God. And friend, can I just tell you that that's really not biblical at all. In fact, a lot of the people that you see that received great things from God, they their minds were overwhelmed with negative circumstances, negative situations. They had their own questions. They didn't understand it all. But the, at the end of the day, here's the deciding factor. They chose to believe anyways. See, it's okay to have questions. It's okay to have your doubts. It's okay to have moments of worry. But here's the thing is we don't stay there. We don't pitch our tent around that. And here Abraham is. He had gone through a lot. But the Bible says that none of those things let him surrender what God had promised. Now, I love this next part in verse 20. It says, he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. So I want you to get this first part. The Bible says that he grew strong. Not that he started strong, but that he grew strong. So I'll just say this, that sometimes when God gives you a big promise, when a big vision starts to come on your life for your future, you don't start out feeling like you're strong enough to do it. In fact, if we'll just be honest, the promise actually magnifies the fact that you feel really insignificant in comparison to the bigness of what God just showed you. But the truth is, is that God doesn't call you from your strength to go to more strength. It says that he grew strong. So in other words, Every day when he woke up, he was a little bit stronger. Every day when he woke up and he chose to believe again, despite his circumstances, his faith grew a little bit and he grew a little bit. Friend, let me just tell you that you're stronger than you think you are. You're stronger than when you first began. And sure, I know that you might be watching this and you say, Crystal, I haven't seen, oh my goodness, so many things of what God has promised me. But can I just tell you that you're further than where you were when you started? You believe God more than when you started. Your trust in God is more than when you started. Quit looking at all the things that you haven't done yet and all the accomplishments you haven't made and start saying, you know what? I'm growing stronger. See, I love this because God didn't choose Abraham because he was strong. He just chose Abraham because he was willing. God knew that Abraham had a willingness to trust him despite circumstances. You know, a lot of times I think that God calls the strong. I think that's what we think in our mind. But the truth is God calls the willing. And when we're willing, he makes us strong. And it says, and he was empowered by faith. See, our faith, the more we grow in faith, the more empowered we become. You know, have you ever talked to somebody who's just heavy laden by worry and by fear and by doubt? It seems like they're so weak. The smallest thing can happen and they're totally blown off course. But faith does this. It begins to infuse strength into us. All of a sudden, we begin to see potential when other people only see limitations. All of a sudden, we begin to see miracles when other people see closed doors. See, we become empowered by faith. But see, Abraham didn't start out that way. It was a journey that got him there. And friend, in the same way, it's going to be a journey that gets you there. And I said all this to get to this part. Are you ready? It says in verse 21, fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and to do what he had promised. 
I love in the Passion Translation here in verse 21, it says that he believed that God had the power to do all that he promised. Friend, let me just tell you that in this book is tons of promises and there are tons of promises written to you. And here's the thing is they can just be cute letters on a page or the difference maker is this, is that when you begin to believe that God is able to do all that he promised, not some of what he promised, but all of what he promised. I don't know what life finds you in. I don't know what you're going through, but can I just tell you this, that God is able. And so many times, I think if we'll just get real honest, we look at our circumstances and we begin to wonder, is God really strong enough to pull this out? I read a thing the other day and it says that 750 million, say million, $750 million worth of gift cards go unused every single year. $750 million. That's a whole lot of money, right? Whenever I heard that statistic, I thought about this. How many of God's blessings go unused and unclaimed? If $750 million are sitting in people's sock drawers or in the glove box of their cars or at the bottom of their purse... I wonder how much we're missing out in God's promises because we failed to believe that he is able. Friend, let me just tell you, as you begin to put your trust in him, he will empower you. As you begin to put your trust in him, no unbelief or distrust can make you waver. And as you begin to put your trust in him, all of a sudden, you're going to begin to see all that God has promised. Is God able? Friend, let me just tell you, he is more than able. Just trust him today. Wherever you are, maybe you messed up yesterday. Maybe you wavered in your faith the last few weeks, but I'll just encourage you this, that God measures our faithfulness in years and not days. Abraham had his moments of weakness too. He wasn't a perfect in his pursuit, but I know this, that the perfect creator gave him all that he was promised. Thank you so much for listening to today's content. If you would like to further connect with Crystal, text the keyword CRYSTAL to 33733 and follow the prompts. We are so thankful you are a part of our community. Let's do something awesome for God this week.